Jordan, they say, Mo Money, more problems. Bring on the problems. <laughs> Bring on the problems. Bring on the all-star problems, man. Uh, Big Dog Ball Talk. The home of the, the best ball, uh, best bars in basketball podcasting, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. Even though that really wasn't, uh, that was more of a hook than anything, but Matt Eichhorn, <laughs> Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, I mean, I mean, this is Jordan, Mr. Sitting on the Rocks here, having a nice, uh, we, this is a nice late night podcast. We haven't done a late night recording, a lot of early mornings uh, yes. as of late, Jordan. I'm liking this one. We can really kick back. Uh, it, feels, it feels like I'm taking some weight off and I'm, I'm chilling, I'm <laughs> hanging out. Let the, let this shit flow. I know, I know. That's how I feel as well. Yeah, I'm used to doing this just woken up, you know. Mm-hmm. My brain starts moving now. I feel like my brain's shutting down, going the other direction. So we'll see how this goes. I do have my, uh, you know, my my uh, my whiskey uh, with a big decorative ice cube here on the rocks. Like I was saying, I'm trying to get into it. It's still it's still not easy. I still, you know, uh, most of the time this, this turns into a whiskey sour, uh, you know, down the road because mm-hmm. I can't take it. But I'm trying and I'm getting better at it. Uh, but this is really good whiskey, so you know that 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 makes a difference. But uh, I don't know. Who the knows? Find maybe the things club. When 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 we go out uh, on Thursday, Matt, maybe that's what mm-hmm, I'll drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as I take in, excuse me, an animal boil. I'll, I'll just be uh, scotch on the rocks. Interesting, man. Uh, yeah, I've had I've had a couple, uh, oh, couple scotches after their after their concerts. Uh, it's usually a good oh. time. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, everybody, make sure you get down to the Drake Underground, uh, where I'm yeah. making this above ground. Unless this, <laughs> I guess you could consider us like an underground basketball <laughs> medium. So yeah, underground True. basketball podcast. Uh, we're promoting yeah the Drake Underground, not really underground uh, in Toronto. Go out and see it uh, this Thursday. Uh, so uh, if you're listening to this tomorrow. Or yep. possibly today. Get your tickets today. Go out there. Uh, it starts at doors open at seven. Yep. Uh, Animal Boy, excuse me. But we're not here for that. Sorry to say. No. It's, uh, it's All Star season, baby. On Friday, the day <laughs> after this concert, the All Star game, uh, the starting fives for each conference are going to be announced. Uh, we're going to be hearing these for the first time. You know, we've seen the first two returns of ballots, and, you know, things are really shifting. Uh, who knows who's going to make it uh, in this year's uh, All Star game? Because, you know, we still need to see who gets the other uh, 50% of the vote uh, from the uh, the NBA. Uh, yep. So we're, we're going to wait and see. But really, the only picks that matter are the big dogs' picks. And, uh, you know, we, lo- we know a lot of you guys loved this podcast last year, it was our most. Uh, popular episode uh, of the season so uh, you know let's see if we can get this one's uh, the same amount of love and uh, if you guys are listening to this one you listen to that first one hopefully uh, you guys have been sticking around uh, yeah. but to kick it off Jordan we're going to head over to the Eastern Conference that's where we're going to start because uh, this one I think is the easiest but it's definitely controversial the yeah. Eastern Front Court let's just get this one out of the way we talked about it on uh, one of the past podcasts recent weeks uh, you know Jason Tatum Giannis Tedekumpo, Kevin Durant Joel Embiid four yeah. guys three spots who do you got right now? Who are you taking out of the bunch? Because right now, uh, even up until today, I was actually picking around with this, Jordan. I kind of had to keep, make a couple changes. It's it, it really is that close. No, no me too. I mean, I uh, and and well, so to be clear, Matt, uh, and I, I was pretty sure you were going to play by the rules, but you didn't do crazy shit and, and try and nope, put no. Tatum as a guard, right? Okay, good. No, no. I, I know, that guy, yeah, that guy plays more four than two. Yeah, I know. Like some people... Some people have said that they've done that, and uh, I, I'm not for it. We've got, we've got to, you know, g- g- keep each other honest here. So I'm yeah, glad you yeah. haven't. Um, well, so, what was it last year? There was somebody who they kept. They were trying to fucking put as a uh, a crazy yeah, position. Somebody, might somebody have been got Luca weird or votes. something. I yeah. don't know. Something, but yeah. So so yeah. F- I mean, four guys for three spots. It was not easy. Up to, right until I like wrote it down. I was flipping guys around. You really, there's really not much like 
I've, I've, I've never seen like an all-star selection like this where there's such a thin margin between each guy because, yeah, you know, yeah. one, one guy's got the edge in scoring, you know, another guy's, you know, maybe a bit better on defense. Another guy will have way more games under his belt. So at the end of the day, I, I really did just go uh, with games played. Uh, and yeah, and so yeah. that, Good metric. that forced me to put Embiid as the one guy out, uh, moving him to the bench. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Because as as far as I know, he's played the least amount of games, trailing even with uh, the Durant out uh, the last little stretch. Okay, so I went by games as of today, so that this could change. And you know what? If if KD's not ready to play in the All Star game, then you know Embiid's Joel the one who should be, yeah. go in yeah. anyway. So so yeah, with, with that caveat for for all the rest of these guys as well, I'm I'm going as as of games played as of today. I'm not taking into mm-hmm. account that yeah, Durant's going to miss time um, now. You bring up a good point, though, or you make me think of a good point. Maybe by the time the All-Star game comes, you know, I can't make my selection. Uh, you know, I'm making my selection today. But, you know, it, if by that point it... it had hey, flipped, but that's how the real All-Star game's like, right? Yeah. Well, no, I know. But, like, it, it, you know, if if by by that point it, it had flipped, then, you know, I'll, I'll tweet out and say, you know, Embiid's <laughs> the one who really deserves it or something. But as of today... As You're of the today, real MVP. Yeah. As of today, I, I've moved Embiid to the bench. I'm not happy about it because he deserves to start, but... Mm-hmm. Like like we've been saying, all four of these guys deserve to start. So so yeah, in my in my front court, I've got Tatum, uh, KD, and and Giannis. Yeah, uh, I've got the exact same. I actually had I think the exact same kind of switch though as well. At one point, that was the change I made today. I put Durant in over Embiid because I think I made this maybe yeah. a week or so ago. But that was right. before the Nets really caught fire. If the Nets hadn't yeah. had went on yeah. that eleven game win streak, uh, I I don't think he makes the starter. He but he would definitely be an All Star still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. I think that, uh, you know, like I just said, Durant, for me, that pick was based on, you know, the net success. And I think that's kind of where I got Jason Tatum in there as well as kind of a lock. Yeah. Like he's on the best yeah. team in the NBA, best team in the East. Like it's yeah. he they have to have a guy starting, especially yeah. when he's having an NBA, like, uh, like all star, uh, all NBA MVP candidate kind of season. Yeah. Uh, like the guy's doing it all. He just had a 51 piece on MLK Day. Uh, yeah. against the Hornets, uh, you know, hit the big three. Like I feel like he's had a lot of moments this year as well that people are almost yeah. like, it's kind of like LeBron in his prime. I'm not comparing like the level of play, but the sense that you get so many highlight plays and big performances from these teams and from these players that you're just kind of like, whatever. You kind of become like numb to it because you're so used to it. Yeah. I think that's where we're worth with Tatum at this point. Uh, and then Giannis, yeah. I mean, it's arguably the best player uh, on the face of the earth right now. Uh, he's been yep. a beast on both sides of the ball. I think he actually somehow has taken his defensive level to like another level this season. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that that's a scary sight. Uh, and again, you know, it's, Chris Middleton missed uh, pretty much the entire like first 30 games of the season or so. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, he, he, he really stepped up, filled that void. It was almost like, uh, you know, Chris Middleton who. Uh, so I'm, I, I think Giannis yep. just carrying the team had to be up there too. But again, Embiid, you know, it's it was very close though. Same thing. If his team was yeah. a little better, he would have got over one of those two guys. But I mean, right now the Sixers are a good team. They're just not as good as these teams are record wise. Uh, as of recording this, at least maybe the Sixers will go on a streak here. But uh, yeah. again, he he would get in otherwise. Because again, I, you were talking about your way, your uh, kind of criticisms and how you uh, like to pick through these guys. Like I, I I said it last year, I will value winning. It's kind of like my MVP ballots. I will yeah. value teams with winning players because I'm not, I'm not giving guys all-star ballots for, you know, uh, these empty stats, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and Bede's not empty at all, but yeah, just, just had to leave him off. You just missed that cut. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, uh, uh, again, yeah, th- uh, things might change. The situation might change. I mean, but between, you know, Boston is, is now they, they've, they've played a few, it seems like they've played a game every day for the past, like three days. I played, I think they yeah. played the Hornets a couple times they they've kind of pulled ahead in terms of just 
overall game games played, but also uh, you know in, in the standings in the East, they're they're now you know 33 wins, uh, you know uh, well clear uh, at least for the time being uh, above Brooklyn in second place with 27. So so they, they, you know they're they're kind of in a league of their own. But then you've got Brooklyn 27 wins, Milwaukee 28. Philly 27, Cleveland 28 with different yeah. kind of uh you know loss numbers in there as well. So they're all jumbled up, but as of today technically uh you know Philly is in the in that fourth spot. So Embiid being that guy on that fourth best team, the one missing out, the one yeah. with the fewest games. Again, as of today, that just makes sense. But you know, it it should be a credit to him and the other guys that we have to go to these weird ass things that normally yeah, don't exactly. come into account, you know, for, for yeah. these selections. Uh, but that's just how good the East has become. So, so, you know, that's just the way it is, but you know, maybe, you know, it, it, maybe this will kind of, you know, uh, I don't know if Joel listens, uh, Joel, I don't know if you're listening to this, but uh, maybe this will yeah. be, you know, b- bulletin board material for him. Uh, I think we're not the only ones who, who will have left him off. I've heard kind of other yeah. guys, um, you know, and, and you know, like, other people I talk be about mad it. if somebody did include him either. Like, no. uh, but but I do think when you look at it, he should be kind of the easy guy to pick off. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, like you know, like I'm saying, maybe this will uh, kind of piss him off, uh, you know, give him some some fodder to go and play really well. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm sure it will. He's 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 a guy who uh, seem at least seemingly kind of cares about this stuff. So uh, it's it's not, uh, you know, an easy decision. He definitely deserves to be starting. Um, and and, you know, to be clear, if somehow magically, you know, Jason Tatum played some two guard uh, at any point during the season <laughs> at all. It would, he, you know, he would slide down and Embiid would make it in there 100. percent Like these four front court guys are better than the two uh, guards that that you know yeah, uh, I'm yeah. sure either of us uh, have in there. That's that's for sure. But uh, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. So so yeah, Embiid to the bench. I think that's the the right decision at least as of today. Well, uh, let's move on from the front court, Jordan, because uh, this one this is where it gets crazy. Because I mean, the, yeah. the even the bench. Well, I think one spot court, is crazy. I think I think there's one guy sure. should be a lock. Yeah, I think I think we're probably talking about the same guy. You got Spider Mitchell in there. Yeah, is that yeah. your your lock? Yeah. yeah, I think. Oh yeah. Again, kind of the, the the as you said, the caveat to our weird kind of criteria that we've been kind of uh, evaluating everyone from. I mean, the Cavs are a, a fucking great team too, yep. and Donovan Mitchell has taken them to that level. And I mean, he's had historic scoring performances. He's been a consistent producer every single night, not yep. just you know scoring the rock. He's an amazing facilitator, and you know the defense hasn't been that bad. Like I don't. Oh, think he's been better. Has been he's been much yeah, better. And and I think it's just you know being engaged, being given yeah. that chance to kind of do it all. So I mean, yeah, I I think that's a good pick to have you know Mitchell joining Tatum, uh, Durant, and Giannis in that uh, that starting lineup. Yeah, yeah, he was he was the only uh, you know the the only guard that was um, you know a, a lock you know in pen in in sharpie whatever. Again, yeah. ideally. Ideally, if, if it was positionless, I think the five starters in the East would have been a lock. You know, you throw Embiid in there, um, and then, you know, Mitchell's in there, and then, uh, you know, you don't have to uh, make room for one more guy. But, you know, alas, yeah, like we've yeah. been talking about. But I, I think for sure in the backcourt, uh, uh, you know, Spider Mitchell, he, he he's there. I mean, Cleveland's right there, like I said, with those bunched-up teams. They have technically a, a, a win more than Brooklyn in second place. Uh, mm-hmm. And and he's been amazing. You know, Garland's missed time. All, all You know, both of the bigs have missed some time yeah, uh, as yeah. well uh, in Cleveland. Uh, uh, you know, Donovan's been kind of the the, uh, the the guy who writes the ship, The you know, the mm-hmm. steadying presence there all season. And as you say, he can play either guard spot, um, he, he's much improved on defense. Uh, you know, I, I actually think he's he's saved them in a lot of games. You know, playing really good defense on on perimeter guys when they don't really have a lot of other two way kind of perimeter guys that they can go to. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know, if if you score seventy one points 
in a close game, you know, and add an 11 assists, you know, one of the craziest scoring games we've ever seen. Uh, literally in the history of the league, I think you deserve to, to be an all-star starter. So I think it's a no-brainer uh, for, for Donovan Mitchell, for sure. Yeah, so, I, I mean, we both got we both got Mitchell in there. So, Jordan, I'm curious to see, who do you have as the uh, the second guard making the, uh, the starting lineup for your Eastern Conference All-Stars? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm curious to see uh, for, for for you as well, Matt, because I, I really, I, I don't think I could even guess. But for me, I think you're going to be think, a bit surprised. I think this field is pretty close. It It is. Uh, honestly, this could have been, uh, it feels like up to like five guys. Like when, when you're yeah. looking at guards in the East, it's actually incredibly deep uh, in terms mm-hmm. of like all-star letter, le- level guards. There's there's a few guys I, 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 I was considering. I went with this guy in the end, and I will have you know, Matt, I set my I set my games played kind of my 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 limit. I, I, just like last year, I said this year that I would set a, a, a games played limit, and if you come under that, you're just not making my All Star team no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so this guy is kind of who I <laughs> made that rule around. So anything less than twenty seven, uh, less than twenty eight games, uh, I'm not considering you. So uh, if there's any you know anyone who's mad about my picks, uh, you know if if they come in under that threshold, I just didn't consider them at all. But this guy played 28 games, almost, uh, well, well, just around 22 points per game, over 11 assists per game, just over, okay. uh, six yeah. and a half boards, and it doesn't, I, I'm not happy about it, but I actually got James Harden starting next to, to Donovan Mitchell. Nice, man. So do I. Wow. Five for five. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm actually shocked. Yeah. I didn't no, think he'd I, go that I, far, man. I, I think that Harden, when he's been healthy, has been fucking good. Like, he's been great. I, I can't, I gotta really give it to good. him. He's been great. Like he's a, uh, and, and you know, I'm not gonna. There's a lot of other guys who are kind of up for all these all star bids that you know, uh, yeah. depending on the games played, you know, you can you can puff hairs here. But I think yeah. next to Donovan Mitchell, I think clearly James Harden's been the second best guard in the East. I think it's those two guys, and then everybody else right now. Like you know, there's there's a couple yeah. guys we're gonna bring up that are are close, but I don't think that they really take. Like right now, James Harden actually seems like he's playing the most fluid basketball of his career yeah. like he is moving very smooth out there it looks like he's he's taking it easy like he's not having to carry everything like he's still yeah. don't get me wrong you watch those games he does still he gets to he becomes the dribbler yeah. he has his times his relapses but i think this is actually one of the best versions we could have asked for for harden to play that's kind of exactly what we were asking for him in the yeah. offseason to pair with Embiid. like i think that the two of them right now that that's that might be the one of the best duos in the nba if not the best duo Hey, I mean, that's my finals pick. Uh, it started rough. It started really, mm-hmm. really rough. Uh, I was almost ready to bail on them, but uh, they're looking really good. And I really do think, you know, Embiid's going to do his thing. He's been incredible for the last few seasons, you know, right in that MVP race, um, you know, rightfully could have won at least one, uh, you know, over yeah, the past yeah. three seasons. Um, uh, and, and you know, he, he's always going to be incredible. But I, I really think their kind of turnaround, uh, you know, since that awful start has been because James Harden, you know, since he came back from that injury has just it's it's kind of clicked in his head you know exactly what he needs to do to 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 be to bring out the best version of this team like mm-hmm. consistently you look and i know some of them are kind of you know some of the games are a bit you know stat patty you know some of the assists aren't really uh you know necessarily you know aren't indicative of how well he's playing he's got the ball in his hands a lot he's going to kind of walk into some assists especially when you got Embiid next to you but he's consistently getting like 15 assist games 16 assist mm-hmm. games even like he's he's just you know controlling the pace um, uh, while being this uh, uh, amazing scoring threat as well. And the biggest thing for me that really tipped it over the edge is that he's shooting almost thir- uh, 40% from three. Like his his three-point yeah. shot has been bang on this year. 
um, and has been, you know, provided such good spacing for them. Philly has one of the best offensive ratings in the league. They've been really, really good. Um, and and I, I, I obviously Embiid's the biggest part of that. But but yeah, I think you know there, there's a lot of other guys I considered for this spot. But but I, I'd have to agree. I think James Harden. Um, you know, w- with the the scoring plus the assists, eleven point two. I don't know if that's technically leading the league right now, but it's got to be like top three. And I, I, I think at some point he was outright leading the league. Um, but uh, but yeah, and I mean, you, I understand if someone leaves him off for that game's played. He's only played twenty eight games, but he's healthy right now. By the time the All Star game comes around, uh, I don't see any reason, you know, unless he suffers another injury, why he would miss any time leading up till then. And uh, mm-hmm. and twenty eight games is still a pretty good chunk. So so yeah, I I think he's he's deserving as much as it pains me, as much as he's uh, you know uh, annoying. Uh, and and we'll talk about his playoff performance, you know, down the line when when we get there in, in April and, yeah. and and May and stuff. But uh, yeah, as of right now, I think he's the he, he's the guy who deserves it. Well, uh, to, to, to be, we're five for five there. We know we're at least I'm one shocked, for Matt. one. I'm surprised you went with James Harden. I thought you'd hey, uh, I thought you'd go another I, I, way. I got I got to show love for the guy. Uh, yep. for for once, you know, I'm trying to be yeah. I'm trying to be a changed <laughs> man here. Uh, yeah. but uh, Joel Embiid, you know, we we've got him locking yeah. down the first spot there on the reserves. So Jordan, who do you have as your next two forwards in the uh, the Eastern Conference back uh, the the back end here on the bench? Okay. Well, I mean, I I think we should get. One guy out of the way. I'm assuming uh, you've you've been a homer with me and, and put Pascal in one of your spots. Have you? Well, I had Pascal last year too. If you'll forget, it's uh, true. I had him and Freddie. I was a super homer last year, but yeah, I've got him in this year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just you know, he, he's just been incredible. Uh, he he obviously missed that time. You know, went down early after he was like literally in the MVP race early oh, yeah. earlier in the and season. The like were he, good. Yeah, yeah. Record-wise, yeah. God, I what, wish what a weird turn, eh? What I know, <laughs> I know. I mean, what an awesome win and really exciting game uh, on MLK Day. I, 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 Matt texted me right after the game, and I felt horrible. Yeah. We forgot to say it was MLK Day. Just to be clear to everyone, we live in Canada, so no one's you know broadcasting this, saying it. Uh, it's not actually a holiday for us or anything that, that is work. celebrated. We had to, get, we had to, we had to go hit, get our get our hard hats and our uh, coal miner gloves. You're and right. We had to go hit. We had to go out there and work. But call your jobs. But we knew it. You know, we could tell by the basketball schedule every year. You know, the game, the, the MLK day, com- MLK day comes around. You're like, oh, there's basketball games at fucking noon. That's cool. Uh, so anyway. Uh, happy belated MLK Day to everyone who celebrated. Uh, you know, I saw they, uh, or you know, uh, or, or remembered, I should say, they, they unveiled that new statue down there uh, of you know MLK embracing. Uh, I, I think his wife. Uh, so you know that that was all uh, you know great to see. Um, but you know the Raptors on MLK Day in MSG got a great win. Pascal yep. had a pretty good game. I think he fouled out maybe in overtime. I forget when it was. Um, but. Uh, you know, just overall, when you look at his, you know, his his, his averages this year, like no one else in that kind of, you know, aside from the top tier guys, you know, those those starting, uh, you know, front court players that we just mentioned in the East. Hey, I no mean, one I mean, else. It's, it's his mean, other L, all NBA brothers, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, 100%. I mean, nobody else has the sort of scoring prowess plus, uh, you know, uh, the ability to assist and, and uh, rebound and then play a little bit of defense as well. Like, no one else yeah, sort oh, of, yeah. uh, again, outside of those top tier guys as, as a front court player, as a forward in the East, uh, has that ability. So for me... This was another no-brainer, um, you know, on on that uh, East bench um, because uh, you know he, he he has missed some time. He has had some games where he hasn't, you know, he he's not as consistent as those other top-tier guys, which is which is why you know he, he's obviously not there among in the mix with them. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, uh, for 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 where he is and for 
that you know the, the Raptors with their subpar record. It has nothing to do with uh, you know Pascal. He's been doing everything he can, heavy lifting, and and just a, an amazing all around player that he's turned into. So it's a pretty much a no brainer for me. Well, uh, my my other spot that I'm going to throw in here because yeah, Siakam is just the the total package, and yeah. you know very similar to this other guy that I'm putting in here for the, my last uh, you know bench role here. Uh, Kind of, I think he's he's gotten to the point where I think people are like need to kind of blow it up as like an uh, like a an under underground and underrated player in the NBA, like a forgotten yep. guy, like because uh, he just, he does everything on this team. He's the only reason that they ever get wins, like and he just does it all, and no one fucking mentions it, talks about it ever. But Jimmy Butler on the Miami Heat, I think that you know he's like I, you have yep. to respect him. Like I don't know, like whatever you feel about him, whatever I don't care uh he's he is a great worker one of the best defenders in the nba that people like have just like i think he just peaked and then nobody really just cared anymore like jimmy butler has consistently been like all nba-esque level for like the last six seven years like the guy's a hooper like i it it is crazy um that he just doesn't get the play because he's just a quiet guy keeps himself usually like i mean he's allowed on the court but that's a totally different story but uh, you know, great leader in the NBA, great player skill wise, uh, does it on both ends, uh, a winner through and through. So, yeah, I thought J- Jimmy Butler takes my last spot there in the East front court ba- bench. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Matt, there's our first disagreement. He's not on my team, but I, I consider him. No, not at all. Not wow. at all. Interesting. I, okay. I considered him, uh, you know, a lot. I can, I, I looked at him very closely and he, he's, he, he'd be one of my, you know, top one, two, three guys out, uh, and we, you know we'll we'll get to that. Some of our you know snubs, uh, yeah. but um, and 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 so I've actually got you know I've got more to say on on Miami though coming up, but but uh, I'll save that for now. Um, but uh, I'm not mad at the pick at all. I, I I I definitely you know again I considered him. I almost put him in that spot as well. Uh, but the the guy I chose over him actually is uh, you know a, another guy who's kind of. Uh, I don't know, a bit of a dis- divisive figure who's been kind of up and down, uh, especially last year, uh, following up uh, his, his I-, I believe he won most improved, I'm not sure, but I got Julius Randle in there on my last, uh, from, from Interesting. my last spot. Okay, yeah, I, he, he was one of my kind of, yeah, honorable mention snubs. Uh, yeah. I, 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 and yeah, same kind of deal as Jimmy Butler. I mean, does a lot for this team, Not doesn't really get any of the credit. He gets a lot of fucking flack, I'll tell you yes. that much. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's playing for the Knicks, I guess, baby, but yeah. uh, that, that's what you get, uh, you get paid the big bucks for um yeah. but yeah I, I he amazing one of the best rebounders in the nba this season yep. uh you know playing shooting the ball well as well uh again a great leader both ends of the court you know he's still still missing a little bit of that star power but very solid player that you can depend on like night in night out usually yep. uh you know i i'm not going to talk about the playoffs here or there but you yeah. know, during the regular yep. season julius randall has been uh, a, a great uh, a great player so i'm i i'm i'm happy if he makes your all-star team but he didn't make much yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and I get why why you know he'd be left off as well, but you know career high in points for him, career high in rebounds as well for him. You know narrowly yep. uh, at ten point six. His his assists have dipped a little bit. Uh, you know when he you know his, his best season two seasons ago he was all the way up at six assists. He's he's right around four right now. So you know not not doing as much playmaking this year. But I just think you know for for a team you know New York solidly in that playoff hunt. Uh, you know Brunson's been huge for them, but. None of it's possible, you know, for for New York to be in 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 sixth without uh, Julius Randle and and you know mm-hmm. the scoring, the physicality, like you said, the rebounding that he brings, um, and and a guy who's not gonna, you know, he he competes on the other end. He's not a great defender, but um, you know, he 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 does his job. He's not gonna get taken advantage of, um, and I think I think 
uh, what the you know I, I think for a lot of people last season left enough of a bad taste in their mouth uh, in terms mm-hmm. of you know the the really kind of dip that he took in production and you know hey man they, the they were my dark the horse finals prediction they were they were yeah so you know they're, they're I think expectations kind of you know turned into a bit of a sour season obviously last year for New York but but I think. Uh, Randall has done a really nice job of rebounding this year, um, you know, and, 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 you know, literally and figuratively, you know, rebounding back into sort of, you know, uh, in, improved play, you know, getting New York back up to, to where they want to be. And uh, so, so I had to go with him, but uh, you know, for, for, for me, yeah, like you, you picking Jimmy in that spot. Uh, I, I totally get it. It was, it was a bit of a toss up between him and, you know, a few other guys. But, yeah, I went with Julius Randle for this one. And, and yeah, it's, it's the winning that, that you know, being being right behind those those teams from Boston down to Cleveland, New York being that, mm-hmm. you know, solidly in that sixth spot that, that really sold it for me. Well, uh, Jordan, uh, let, let's wrap up our bench unit here before we get to the uh, the, the two wild card players that we'll quickly uh, throw yep. onto this team. Uh, but uh, give me your first member, the, uh, the reserve backcourt here. Uh, my first guy, I went with Jalen Brown because uh, he, yeah. he's he's okay. on the, the the best team in the league, um, and I, I just thought you know if any team deserved somebody, uh, you know a, a second guy on on the team, it was definitely Boston, uh, and and mm-hmm. he's he's been incredible. You know, it, with everyone's for, sort of conflated stats, um, you know, it, it doesn't stand out as much. But the guy's averaging twenty seven points per game, which in past years could have been top five in the league. I'm pretty uh, sure that when we first started watching, that was like the league leader. If you were over like 26, 27, you were elite. Yeah. Yeah. No one was fucking, you know, if you averaged 30 or more, that was like an anomaly season. It was yeah. like, Whoa, you know, there yeah. was a few and there was years where it just didn't happen. So yeah, 27 points per game, uh, seven boards, three assists, uh, you know, f- fairly efficient, you know, just, just, he, he's actually more efficient overall than, than Tatum has been this year, 49%. Mm-hmm. From the field, uh, a, li- a little bit less uh, efficient from three than, than than Tatum, but you know he's taking a lot and still still makes big ones when they count. Um, and uh, you know a, a hell of a defender as well. You know a, a, a over a steal per game, just 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 by a hair. But you know J- Jalen Brown is is no joke. And and you mm-hmm. know as good as Tatum is, uh, the the Celtics are are in that number one spot not just because of him, uh, because Tatum can have you know he's he's still has that kind of down game, that off night where he misses some shots um, and it just isn't as involved. Uh, and usually uh, on those nights, uh, Jalen Brown will step in and have like 30 points on, uh, all by himself. Yeah, oh so yeah. I, I think uh, Jalen Brown uh, more than deserving uh, in this spot for sure. Yeah, I got him in there as well. Uh, and that's kind of like that that two guard, true two guard uh, to, to throw yeah. back. Yeah, well, one, one of the best. Uh, perimeter players in the league, uh, crazy athlete. Uh, and, and yeah, he, he he's a winner as well. He's kind of a... Kind of reminds me of a young Jimmy Butler in a way. Uh, yeah. I think you know he might actually be more polished offensively uh, than Jimmy. A little bit less of a, a dog, but still, still yeah. he's got that fire in him. He's a fighter. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I respect the pick. Uh, the, my my last spot to to fill out the the bench role here, and we'll get to yours if we're not on the same page here. But you know, part of me almost felt it was wrong giving him the accolade. I'm not gonna lie, but I was like, you know what, man? Whatever. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna put it aside here for the for the sake of this. For the sake of just a fake award. Uh, but <laughs> Kyrie Irving is my uh, my my making the All Star here for me. He's the backup point guard on the team. Uh, I mean, if, if uh, all the fucking anti-Semitic craziness aside, Kyrie Irving has been awesome this year. Yes. <laughs> like yes. if we were, if you can just exclude all the crazy fucked up stuff, it's he's he is an um, amazing player this year. Like he has been. Yep. It's so weird how this whole James Harden Brooklyn drama, how this all has shaped out. Like I don't know why the fuck the three of them couldn't have just 
made it work somehow. I don't know. I just feel like the way that the, they're all playing simultaneously with Harden yeah. on a different team yeah. could all blend those three together, could blend together. I don't know. It just weirds me out. But Kyrie Irving has been, yeah, sensational. An amazing shooter, oh, yeah. uh, good, solid facilitator. Uh, he, he's been putting a lot of effort into the defensive end. I'm not saying he's the best defender, but like I find he's actually been trying to hustle for a lot more like loose balls, being more of an irritant. Maybe that's just coming with his age. Uh, yeah. You know, he's got to make up for that lack of a you know quick, explosive step. Uh, yeah. So I... I I, again, yeah, I, I'll praise him on the court, but off the court, I'm not speaking on it. But yeah, he 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 he, he deserves <laughs> yeah. he deserves to be an all star this year, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 made it in. So all that stuff you said, I uh, I couldn't leave him off the team, but but he gets in as one of my wild cards. He's not my he's not technically okay. on my bench. <laughs> he's uh, he's one of my yeah my my two kind of wild card picks. Um, uh, but yeah, I agree with everything you said. He's been amazing, and 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 you know, in the same way, I I thought you know Boston deserved a second all star. Brooklyn second place in the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie deserves to be on there 100. percent So he, he's my wild card. But uh, my my second bench guy, I actually went with uh, Tyrese Halliburton, who I don't know if he will yep. be uh, ready to play uh, by the time the the, the All Star game rolls around. I'm not sure. Um, but he's he's just been the whole reason that Indiana's been way way better than 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 people expected this year. You know, this was a team people yeah, were like, you yeah. know, they're they're going to go and they're going to tank. Uh, but they've been. Uh, you know, awesome. They're 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 they they've been overtaken. They're fun. I think they're fun. They're great, and they've been overtaken by a few people now. You know, they they were up there in you know sixth place uh, for a while, I believe. Now they're down in eighth, but still, like they're they're not really showing signs of slowing down. You know, with without Tyrese, I'm not sure how long he's supposed to be out here, but um, you know, without him, they're definitely going to struggle. But with their full kind of lineup, you know, they they literally changed the outlook of 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 what you know was supposed to happen with that team. You know, Turner is still obviously mm-hmm. being shopped, but they might just extend and keep him because this team's good enough, uh, you know, as is. Like, they, they've got yeah. a lot of fun pieces. Matherin's been amazing. Uh, you know, my pick for Rookie of the Year is looking pretty good. Um, you know, he's he's consistently coming off the bench and scoring well for them. Um, but it all comes down to Tyrese Halliburton having his his breakout year in the league, you know, over, amazing, over 10 yeah. assists per game, uh, right around 20 points, shooting it really well from three, um, you know, especially, you know, in, in clutch situations and, and sort of, uh, you know, building on that that reason why he was you know highly touted in the draft at all. You know, this really good shooter um, and 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 a facilitator, a guy who knows how to play. Like he's he's really put everything together. He's he's kind of been given the keys to this team. Uh, he's got a really good coach in Carlisle that knows how to you know mm-hmm. put him in the right spot. So I think a hundred percent he's having an all star season. And and if only just to you know get back at Wally Serbiak, uh, I'm putting him in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. First of many many all stars to come. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean he's only going to get better. I mean he's a six five uh, long kid too. So like he'll be yeah. able to you know hit the weight room a little bit. He's going to be a fucking monster. Yeah. Uh, Have you got yeah, him he, in there, Matt, or what? Yeah. He he's yeah. he's in my uh, he's my wild card. Okay. So we swap. Uh, sorry, him and Kyrie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Swap yeah. him a Kyrie. Yeah, uh, yeah. The again, yeah, I couldn't leave him off. Uh, yeah, as you said, driving force for this Pacers team. And yeah. uh, well, I, again, wow. I think I think technically, and now it's because he keeps bouncing around because of all these injuries. Because you know, Chris Paul was leading the league in assists. Then James Harden yeah. and all these guys keep getting hurt. Uh, but he was but, leading uh, for a bit. Tyrese was leading as well. Yeah, yeah. at one point for the the games qualified, it could be different now. But uh, yeah, one of the best facilitators this year uh, in the yeah. NBA. But that brings us to the wild card spot. So we know you have. Kyrie yep. on uh, on one of your wild card spots. You know I have Halliburton. So this and this one could yep. go up in the air. I think there's there's three guys. I think that kind of have the the they they have their name on the spot, but only one of them can get it. Uh, and I'm interested to see which one you pick, Jordan, because I feel like we're I feel like on the bench where we've been a little bit divided here. I mean, mostly still the same. But uh, who do you yeah. have for your last wild card spot? 
So my last wildcard spot, I, I wanted someone from the Heat. Uh, and as much as I, you know, I considered Jimmy just overall, I, I actually went with Bam in this last spot. Yeah. Because yeah. he... He's played 40 games, which is uh, significantly more than Jimmy. I think about 10. Uh, you know, and Jimmy always misses time. He's old, so you know, I'm, I'm not holding that against him all that much. But you know, it, it did kind of come into play. But Bam is 21 and 10, three assists, which isn't a lot for your average player, but for a center, that's that's pretty solid. Uh, you know, to average three. Um, you know, he's he's doing his thing defensively. He's he's the reason why they're you know uh, uh, you know an intimidating defensive team he anchors everything mm-hmm. back there um and gets the odd steal uh, every once in a while like he's one of those guys you know you you can't you can't take advantage of him if he switches out on a guard uh you know in the pick and roll he can pretty much defend 1 through 5 you know for 30 seconds he's 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 really uh you know he, th- this year living up to that name as one of the best defenders in the league um you know he 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 shoots uh you know he solidly you know for his entire career he's been an above 50% shooter uh but mm-hmm. you know uh, f- 53% from the field you know he he doesn't hurt you offensively um and and he's got a nice little you know he's 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 improved on that little mid-range shot that he likes to shoot He's, uh, you know, a guy that he can dump the ball to kind of in that, you know, the high post and you can run plays off of him. And in, in a team full of, uh, you know, vets like, you know, Jimmy and Kyle who are constantly missing time, you know, nagging injuries uh, aren't mm-hmm, always mm-hmm. as, uh, you know, uh, consistent as, and, and productive as they once were. I, I, I just gave the nod to Bam, uh, you know, to, to represent the Heat. I, I really do think the Heat do deserve an all-star uh, because, you know, as, as kind of, not spectacular of a season they're having. They're still right there in that that play and mix. Um, and and uh, you know, as as much as Jimmy, you know, I, I I totally agree that he's the better player. I just think Bam's kind of been slightly more important to them in terms of just you know ho- holding everything together. Uh, so so that's why I went with him uh, for for my last spot. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, probably an off the board kind of pick. Uh, mm. But you did the same thing with uh, his Heat teammate Kyle Lowry last year. I did. So, I picked Kyle uh, last interesting. year. Yeah, I, I I didn't have Bam. I actually and I usually try to not do this, but I think right now in the NBA, the, uh, there is just so many. It's it's a guard dominant league. I yeah. I went two guards with my wild card spot. All right. Uh, and again, I, I love my winning. I love valuing winning. Uh, there's two all-stars from the Celtics. There's two all-stars from the Nets. So why not a second all-star for the Bucks? Drew Holiday. Yeah, uh, I thought a guy, about it. A guy who I, has done such a 180 in my mind for NBA players, which never happens. Like pretty much once I get my opinion, once I've kind of done my scouting analysis, that's who you are for the rest <laughs> of your career. Uh, and I'm not going to be able to change my mind on it as most uh, most most sports fans are. But no, Drew Holiday has totally turned around. Like I, I thought this season has been one of his best seasons ever. Uh, yeah. You know, he's still one of the the best defenders uh, from the perimeter in the NBA, bar none. Yeah. Uh, you know, it should be up there in the defensive player of the year conversation in my books. Uh, but but his offense has been amazing. Uh, yeah. Like, he de- it's not quite as smooth. It's not as buttery as some of the other, uh, you know, top guards in the league. But he gets it done. And he does it the hard-nosed way. He's made so many big shots. Like, if you watch a Bucks game, it's not Giannis taking these shots down the line, man. It, it, yeah. It's Drew. Like, he yeah. he's the truth out there. And, you know, I... I I think I'd be amiss to not include him. I know there's a lot of other guys deserving of it this year, uh, but I'm, I got to give one to, to Drew Holiday here because you know without him uh, alongside Giannis, I think you know they're they're just as valuable uh, to this team. I mean, obviously Giannis is definitely the better player and does more, but uh, you know just what they bring impact wise to this team, uh, I think they're both invaluable. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely considered him. I actually don't have him quite on my you know my my few left out just because I I. I 
he, he definitely is deserving. I just, sometimes I look at the Bucks and I'm like, man, without Giannis, I don't know what this fucking team would mm-hmm. be, you know, as, as good as Drew has been. Um, but I mean, he, he, I, I definitely had him on, on my short list. I was looking at him because you're right. I mean, in, in that third place in the East, um, you know, they, they, they're definitely deserving of a second all-star. And, and again, usually that goes to, to Chris Middleton, who's made a couple teams, but with him missing, Drew really has had to pick up that slack. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he's been, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, shooting 38% from three for him is really fucking good. And that's what he's shooting mm-hmm. this year. His shot's been on. Um, and, and yeah, just, you know, seven and a half persist, uh, assists per game, leading the team, uh, almost 20 points per game there. Um, and, and yeah, wh- like, you know, Giannis and, and whoever is around him is a good team, but like, I don't, I don't think this team would be nearly where it is right now in the standings without Drew. Cause he brings a whole another mm-hmm. dimension, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that a, 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 a ball handler and a guy who can defend the hell out of the the ball on the other side of it. Like, I think that's the biggest thing for him. You know, the, 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 the bucks, what are they right now in defense? Yeah. They're, they're third in defense, um, despite having a, you know, bottom 10 offense. Um, and, 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 and to, to be in third place, you really have to have a hell of a, you know, set of defensive weapons and, and, you know, behind Giannis, who's obviously a freak of nature, Drew is just, He's incredible. I mean, we saw last year they gave the DPOY to to Marcus Smart and Drew Holiday literally had a couple plays, uh, you know, in, in in the playoffs where he proved he was probably a better perimeter defender than Marcus Smart. Like he's longer. I, I think he's quicker and you know a little bit yeah, tougher. Yeah. Um, and 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 so in terms of just brute strength. Um, so so yeah. I mean, there, I I I can't say enough amazing things about Drew Holiday. I I just think you know for for the All Star for me for you know his his game is more of you know the for, for, for those real true kind of basketball junkies who know what to look for. He's not really a flashy guy. He's not an all-star guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not really that type of guy. So that's why I kind of overlooked him, but not mad at the pick at all. I, I, I think he's a hundred percent deserving. Yeah. Well, there's quite a few other guys that are, are deserving out in the Western conference. So we're going to, we're going to head out there and it's, it's really the wild west uh, yeah. in this race. Like, I mean, Anybody could be starting. Anybody could be on the bench. Anybody could fill any position. I mean, it's yep. uh, it's definitely crazy right now. Uh, so let, let, let's dive right into it, Jordan. I think that uh, you know, well, the, we start with the front court before. Let's start with the back court because uh, the West back court that's always the the heated race. I mean, it has yep. been for the last two decades. Uh, just so much talent coming in and out of there, uh, yep. and it just doesn't seem to end. So, uh, who do you have as your East back court right now? Who you, who you got? Well, I'm assuming you've got Luca as one in your one spot. I think most people do. Luca, uh, that's yeah, Luca's in one. That's of them. a lock. Yeah. So, so I mean, you know, what is there to say? Uh, he, he's been in, fucking incredible. Without without him, Dallas would probably be in. I don't know. You know, one of the worst teams in the league. Literally, I mean that honestly. Yeah. They they have they have no one else uh, outside of him, and you know when he's like that 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 piece where you know he when he's in everyone else's fucking rating goes up by like 10 points because they're getting open shots they're getting you know Dinwiddie's able to attack off of you know a shifting defense because they're all focused on Luka you know if, if he wasn't in that mix these guys would have a tough time uh you know yeah playing basketball every night so he's he's just been so valuable to them and and he's just he's 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 got a case for the best player in the world uh you know he, he's he's mm-hmm. he's got some limitations because he's not much of a de- defender and he's not you know, he's not as athletic as a lot of the other guys that that, that we look at for, for that title. But if you're looking at skill and ability to control the game um, and, you know, clutchness, uh, you know, all, all those kind of intangible stats, he, he's right up there. And, and he's maybe having the best season of his career. He's he's and he's and he's only fuck. What is he? Twenty three. So, you know, it, I, I think Luca is 
is you know the definition of a no-brainer uh, in that backcourt spot. Yeah, again, another one of the MVP candidates uh, in the NBA right now in a, a deep, tight race, uh, yeah. which is insane to say. Uh, but yeah, as you said, I mean, uh, you nailed those points. Like it's the, the, there's no way that you could have Luca not starting. I think. No. Like I mean, you no. would have to like have a really weird like argument to to provide it because he's been consistent all year too. A yep. lot of these guys that we're going to talk about, you know, have had rough patches or have had injury time. You know, he's been there start to finish. The guy, heart and yeah. soul, the uh, of the Dallas Mavericks, and without yeah, without and they're him, in they, the playoffs. They'd be nothing. They're in oh, the and playoffs. They, and he and has. I don't think anyone wants to play them, man. Like I know, no. that, I know that they're not the best team, but I Lucas seven games. That's going to put any team through hell. Oh my god! And and just look at the rest of his team. Like seriously, like no one, all the teams above him, all the teams in the hunt in the East in the playoffs in the East. Put Luca on any of these other teams. These teams are fucking insane. Like like yeah. He he. You know, if you switch superstars, you know, Luca and whoever you want to talk about. His team is probably better, uh, you know, the, the yeah, team that he goes yeah. to because he he's just he's he's dragging a bunch of fucking uh, you know mediocre players. I mean they're they're amazing, uh, you know, in terms of you know the grand scheme of things. All these anyone who's in the NBA is great, you know that that that's fine. But like you know Dinwiddie, Wood, uh, these guys that he makes look great. They're they're uh, you know especially with Brunson's departure this year, the fact that they're still solidly in the playoffs. That's mm-hmm. that says so much about Luca, man. He he's just he's he's so good. He's incredible. So uh, we got Luca in the one spot, but uh, where, where do you have the next spot here for the the Eastern or the Western Conference? Pardon me, uh, backcourt yeah. starts. So there, there, there's a few guys. Well, well, there's really there's only two guys I think you could consider in, in the second spot. Or, or sorry, there's only three guys you consider. You know, two guys other than the guy that yeah, I yeah. put. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm going with winning uh, as kind of the tiebreaker, uh, you know, tied record-wise for for number one in the East is Memphis. So I had to go with Jaw. Yeah, we tied. We're, we're we're right there, yeah. two for two, man. Yeah, and I, I also want to say I I noticed that I fucking I, you asked me who my MVP uh, pick was a couple like a, two podcasts ago, and yeah. I said Jason Tatum. It was John Morant. Oh shit! Wow. All right. Well, th- that's good to know, Matt. I mean, another yeah. guy. Who can uh, fucking vault into the race at any moment? Uh, I Jesus mean, Christ. he could. You could consider him. I don't know why oh, not. Yeah. Right? Like he's averaging insane numbers on one of the best teams in the NBA. I don't see how you couldn't consider yeah. him in that. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I'm going to do a you know a bit, a bit of a mini rant. I mean, everyone goes on. You know, the, every, everyone loves Memphis. I think uh, you know uh, everyone talks about how well they draft. Uh, uh, people are how, slowly turning on them. Uh, well. We, Yes. And I mean, uh, there's people who still kind of say, you know, they're too young. They're not proven. You know, they need to make a move. I do think they they would benefit from making a trade 100 mm-hmm. percent. But, you know, I think there, there's a lot of people who, who are, you know, high on them and say, you know, oh, look at look at the story. They're so great. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, every time, you know, I, I don't think people sort of hammer it home enough how absolutely irrelevant they would be without John Morant. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care all these other things that they've got all the, you know, this nice story of this team that plays really well together. They drafted amazing. Jaron Jackson, you know, D- Desmond Bain, all these teams regretting not picking him. All these, you know, amazing stories. You know, Conchar, all these guys. They would be nothing without John Morant. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like, he is the uh, head of the snake 100% without him. Uh, you know, they, 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 they'd maybe be an all right team, but they'd be nowhere, nowhere near this kind of, you know, dark horse finals pick. Oh, they could win the West, uh, without John Morant, not a chance. So, so these people, I've, I've seen people put, you know, uh, SGA in above him, uh, you know, as the, in that second starting spot in the West, people have considered Steph, uh, you know, there's other guys that we're going to talk about down the line. Like, but I think, uh, you know, almost as much as Luca is, I think jaw is a no brainer in that spot because, 
you know, like I just said, Memphis is at the very top of the West standings. And even though they're, they're not, you know, the West isn't as good as it once was, it's still a fucking accomplishment to be, uh, you know, first or second in your conference. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. And and for a guy who, uh, how old is Ja? Yeah. Uh, how old is he? 23 years old. Yeah. Uh, you know, the same age as Luca, uh, you know, for, for him to be, you know, leading a team like this, uh, you know, it's, it's another guy who I can't say enough amazing things about career high in assists, just under eight per game, uh, career high in points, 27 and a half for fuck's sakes. Like he's yeah. absolutely, uh, you know, just, just running through the league right now. I think Memphis is on a 10 game winning streak as well. They're just, uh, you know, he, he is the leader of this team. Uh, and, and yeah, another lock in that backcourt as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and uh, that's probably what the All-Star and the Western Conference backcourts are going to look like for quite some time. John Luca yeah, uh, yeah. manning those spots. Yeah. Uh, but to, to move on to the front court here, Jordan, uh, I think uh, I'm going to throw one in here that I feel is going to be easily, uh, you know, easy lock uh, for the front court. Uh, the the back-to-back MVP, potentially yeah. uh, the three-peat MVP, yeah. uh, Nikola Jokic. I think, you know, he's got to be in there. Uh, the, you know, as we're saying, you know, kind of jaws with winning. I mean, the Nuggets. You yep. know, you said that the, 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 you said the Grizzlies would be would be nothing without him. I mean, look at the Nuggets without Jokic. Now that yep. they're still they still have found ways to get wins and everything, but I mean, this team is like they've gotten better. Like from ben, they benefited from playing with this guy. Like oh, they've yeah. now picked up some of his tendencies, the way he works. Uh, like it's just effortless. Uh, one of the most entertaining players uh, on the planet. Uh, you know, you you got to have the Joker in there. Uh, well, one one of the top talents that you know the game's ever seen, uh, yeah. and one of the most unique ones. Like I don't I don't think we'll see another Jokic for quite some time. A guy of his size, his passing ability, shooting touch, but uh, kind of can be a little physical too. Like it's a very unique guy. Oh oh yeah, I mean, he, he, uh, uh, like it's just he is so fucking awesome. Like I really really hope that you know my my Denver uh, Philly prediction. You know whether it that comes true for for my finals picks or not. I just want to see Jokic deep in the playoffs uh, because mm-hmm. he he just truly is. You know he he's mesmerizing in a way that we've almost never seen a superstar be mesmerizing since. So, yeah, I think you got to go back to the eighties to, to to Bird and Magic. Like these guys who yeah. didn't need to score thirty points to to have you sort of fixated on them at all times uh, because they were so good sort of in all facets of the game as an offensive weapon. Like they, 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 they routinely get triple doubles, you know, you know, uh, make, you know, these, these incredibly amazing passes, but then do every once in a while do this, you know, make an incredible move to score themselves. And, and that's exactly what Jokic does it like every night. Like he's just, he, he basically plays point guard for them. Uh, you know, yep. a, a lot of the time, literally he dribbles the ball, the ball up. <laughs> I know he, he comes up with the ball. I mean, he makes some of the most fucking uh, incredible jaw-dropping passes you've ever seen, and you know mm-hmm. I, I think the 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 you know the the conversation about him, you know, it, it's it's it really has evolved from oh he might be the best passing big man ever. Uh, yes, he is, you know, without a doubt. Uh, and and now it's like no, he might be one of just flat out the best passers ever, uh, regardless oh, of I, any I position. Say, well, he also might just be one of the best big men ever. Oh, a hundred percent, yeah. And when you look at like all around offensively, you know, big men like. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe we'll get into it, but like you know, it's tough to compare him with like a Shaq because it's a totally different ball game, right? But (laughs) I was gonna say, I was just gonna say, I mean, if if you gave me, this might be blasphemous, and we'll have to see how his career, uh, you know, uh, plays out because Mm -hmm. Shaq won four chips, uh, so you know he he was no joke. But I might take Jokic over Shaq. 
Uh, if 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 I just needed to pick one for one game, I don't want to get I mean, into on it. on paper, because I gotta yeah, well, think about it. The, the, I gotta that's think an off season topic. We'll I know. Take, wait till the off season. If Jokic wins the chip, then you drop this bang. But but the fact, but the <laughs> I'll fact cut that, this up so it makes it be like, oh, I knew that. Yeah, no, I'm, this is not blasphemous. This is how I feel. But yeah, I mean, the fact that I'm even thinking about it really tells yeah. you just just how just how amazing he is. Like, and he's almost averaging a triple double for God's sake. And it's not it's not a Russell Westbrook triple double because if you're averaging a triple double with you know, a team that's that's fairly good around you. You don't have to, you know, put up numbers just to get wins. Like, like uh, you know, uh, Denver doesn't have, uh, you know, he, 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 Jamal Murray's kind of been slow getting back. You know, they, they've got other guys. Aaron Gordon's not exactly a superstar, but they've got good pieces around them. And the Nuggets are number one in the West. So it's not like he's yeah. stat padding uh, to get this triple-double like, like Russ was when he won his MVP. This is legit. Uh, you know, uh, and, and and if you round up, he is averaging a triple double. He's he's nine point eight assists per game, uh, and and it's just, uh, you know, in the clutch you can go to him. Like I, I just he he I think he's my favorite player in the league right now, uh, over yeah. even a guy like, uh, you know, the the guys we talked about out east in the front court over Luca, who I've fucking loved watching. Jokic is just mm-hmm. he he is the man. He he is absolutely incredible. So yeah, a, a complete and utter lock for sure in that front court. Well, and it's funny though because we kind of said this multiple times. You know, he's a very unique player. But the guy I've got kind of next to him, down low uh, on this uh, this team, is Demonis Sabonis. Yeah, same. Uh, you know, the another the another passing big man from the uh, former Soviet Union. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, moving yes. the uh, yeah. moving the rock around. Was Serbia? I think in the that's fo- it. Lithuania was, but Serbia. Yeah, Lithuania I don't know. was. I don't know. Alex, fact check. Yeah, that. can you? Fact- uh, yeah, fact check that. Um, D- Dave Alexander, anyone? Yeah, uh, please. Yeah, Demonis, I think has to be in there. You know, the Kings, yeah. a very surprise season. One of the, I think uh, last I looked, they were I think fourth in the West. Uh, yeah, fourth or, or fifth. And, let's see. And and he's been sensational for them uh, all season long. Both ends of the court, he's been getting yeah, it done. Fourth. He They're gets, in he's, fourth. He's their he's their go to scorer. He's their best passer. Uh, I think you have to give it to. Uh, uh, to bonus about it's the season yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah it, it was a pretty easy decision uh for me I, obviously uh we'll see if he actually does start uh because you know i yeah. don't think the voters the are, are that close, big on yeah. on, on demonis bonus but uh yeah i mean top three in offense uh you know uh for, for the kings and i think even more than than De'Aaron fox um it, it's because of demonis bonus because like he he's leading the team in assists which is uh, you know, uh, insane for a guy of, of of his sort of position and height to do. I know we just talked mm-hmm. about Jokic, but that's normally an anomaly uh, for for a big guy like 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 Sabonis. Yeah, then you to be guys like Al, Al, Alperin Sengun. Uh, maybe yeah. this is going to be the new trend. I mean, I love it. Yeah, it's all these Euro guys. They 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 know yeah. how to play, and then they get tall. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, you know, Sabonis too. I, I last time I checked, he was leading the league in rebounding. I'm not uh, rebounding. Yep. I'm not sure if he is still, but uh, over twelve and a half per game for God's sake. Uh, you know, right around 20 points per game. Uh, and and uh, you brought it up when we did the player comparison, uh, you know, between him and, and, and Halliburton, uh, one of the last pods. He's, he's shooting just a tad under 40% from three, 38%. Now he's only taking one per game, but still, mm-hmm. if, if he can be, you know, all the other things that he does and be a bit of a, a threat to go and, you know, stretch it out, you know, t- t- you know other players at least have to respect him out there. Um, he, he's just having, you know, a, an amazing season, the best season of his career. Leading the Kings, like you said, to that you know top five, uh, top four uh, as we speak uh, record in the in, in the West, uh, which is you know much better than than people I, I think ever would have given them credit for uh, or expected them to to, to be. So uh, yeah, and I mean just overall uh, shooting over sixty percent from the field, uh, you know for for a guy with that kind of much variance in his game who shoots some jumpers as well and does a lot of kind of you know 
cool low low post shit. Yeah, uh, yep. that's that's uh, you know it's not just dunks uh, that he's doing, so that's pretty impressive. So yeah, uh, uh, again, uh, another somewhat of a no brainer, honestly, for me uh, next to Jokic in the front court. Uh, well, uh, I mean, Jordan found this out. Then what's the last guy in your uh, your your you Western Conference front court? Yeah, no, you I got want it. I want you to go. You've been leaving it to me. I want I want to hear what yours is because I think we've probably got the same guy, but uh, I don't know. It- it could. I, well, that's the thing. I think this one's kind of up in the air, and I feel like this could get me in some hot water a little bit later on uh, into the podcast. But I've got Zion as my my next starter because yeah. he's he's a beast. He's on uh, you know one of the best teams in the NBA, and you know he's been a huge reason why. Obviously, he's missed some time to begin the season. Then he's now missing time again uh, yeah. with another injury. So you know. Who doesn't want to fucking see Zion in the All Star game? Know, Come on, give I me know. a fucking break! Don't tell me you don't want to see him out there throwing down yeah. three sixty windmills and shit. Yeah. Uh, that's what we all want to pay to see. But no, and, but he's also a great player. I mean, he's averaging oh, yeah. like twenty seven and seven. Uh, he's a beast on the block. Like he's he's uh, one another unique guy. You know, not the the biggest guy, ver, uh, you know, uh, height wise, but his his big burly shoulders just barrels down the lane, and no one can stop him at the rim. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, you know he's the kind of he's the uh, immovable object out there. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I I I think he's been a great player. He's taken this uh, this Pelicans team to uh, to new heights. You know, playing for them this year. Uh, and you know I think this is uh, you know just he's going to keep rounding into form. Hopefully the injuries kind of stop as he gets you know gradually more healthy. Uh, yeah. But that's still something you know by the time that you know the All Star game actually happens, you know he could have possibly only played 35 36 games. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just, and that's just, like, that's optimistically, optimistically. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, he, he just made my, uh, above my, my cutoff. I put it at 28 games. Um, he played 29, so he, yeah. he does qualify and, and he was, he was definitely a no brainer for me in terms of my, my, my team as a whole. So he, I've got him on my bench. So I've got him, you know, for all the reasons you said, uh, someone from the Pelicans, uh, needs to be an all-star, uh, you know, mm-hmm. with the, the incredible season that they're having. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's gotta be him. Like when he was playing, he was, you know, he, he really has that ability to be the, the best player on the court, um, you know, in, in any given, uh, matchup, like no matter what, no matter who he's playing, like he, he's that yep. explosive, yep. that strong and that just unstoppable inside. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, with, with, with him playing, even without Ingram, the Pelicans looked unstoppable for for sort of yep. you know a point in the season so 100 percent. but i've got him on my bench the 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 guy i went with um uh and and this might shock you uh you know c- considering how i've felt about this this guy for for uh <sighs> however long he's been in the league but i gotta give it to lebron man i mean he's the just, king <laughs> I, I, at this point i'm like i'm kind of like skip bayless just coming around to it uh you know I'm, yep. I'm, uh, it, it, it gets exhausting after a while but like I watched him the, the other night, man. He, ca- he cashed me in my parlay against the Rockets. The King, man, just, can't, just, can't the, hate on him. The fact that he's doing this is just—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's beyond unbelievable at this point. Like he's—he's he's 38 years old. Is that right? No. Uh, yeah, he's 38, yeah, 38 years old. Yeah. <laughs> he's Happy 38, birthday, and he's averaging 30 points per game, seven assists, eight and a half boards. Uh, you know, he's—he's he's shooting like shit from three, but who get who cares? Uh, still shooting, you know, over 50 percent overall, and. He's like, playing like it's a fucking rec league game. Like he doesn't it, even like if you watch him play some of these teams, he doesn't even try. He's I know. just out there just doing whatever. He's just going through the motions and he it, does that. It's unbelievable. And he's averaging thirty-seven points since he did turn thirty-eight. I remember reading that today. And uh like, man, I I just I, I couldn't I couldn't justify putting anyone else over him, even if it's just for the legacy vote. Uh he's just been yeah. unbelievable. 
Yeah, and, and I've got LeBron on my bench. Like, uh, I wasn't yeah. going to leave him out. I even considered putting him in there at the starting spot, uh, especially when Zion went down with the second injury. Uh, I think he's kind of that next guy up. Uh, you know, what, yeah. he does everything for this Lakers team. Uh, I mean, they've had some horrible luck. And, you know, even that's just, again, a testament to how bad they are. Like, I know LeBron does, you know, even with those good stats, he's had, he's had some bad moments so far this year. Uh, yeah. But, you know, with, without him, this Lakers team, God, who knows what they would be looking like right now. Like, like could be legitimately the worst team in the NBA uh, yeah. oh, without yes. him because they're, they're really not that far off even with LeBron on the team. <laughs> I know. Uh, so I it's, know. Uh, you know, you, you got to respect the, the king. Uh, def, definitely deserves to be a starting all-star there. Uh, but uh, so we, we got, to, again, same kind of thing. Our, our front court split up here a little bit. We know uh, one guy on the bench for each. Uh, so, uh, you know, Jordan, who, who do you got here for your, uh, your next front court member uh, on the bench? Uh, all right. So, yeah. So, yeah, Zion's my one guy. Um, the, the other guy, uh, or, or the, the first guy I'll say, uh, is uh, over on a team, you know, that was not supposed to be good at all. Everyone thought was going to be, you know, uh, number one in the tank rankings, uh, Lowry Markkinen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, I've yep, got him in there. Reaper, man. Yeah, I uh, got him as well. Because I, I just think, you know, he, he he's the biggest reason that they've been competitive at all. Uh, you know, when he's missed time, they haven't looked nearly as good. Uh, but with him in there. Who would have fucking thought? Laurie Markin, all I, I told you. I mean, I'm telling you, I never <laughs> sold his stock. You know, go back to listen to anything I said. Insane. I said on the right team, he'd be pretty good. He's, he's that kind of perfect you know, 2023 uh, you know, player. Uh, you know, a guy with size who can shoot it. He's got skill. Uh, and, had to play and, for that Finnish team, man. He gets, had to get the that's confidence what I'm saying. up. Yeah, you know, he could throw down these crazy dunks. Euro basket. He's posterized. He's got like a body bag now. He, he's got a fucking collection. He's got a basement full of bodies right now. <laughs> I know. He's like Eurobasket really, really helped him out, and I think he's just kind of built off that through throughout this entire season. But uh, like, uh, fucking hell of a player, man. Like, I, I, yeah. I, oh, I, I think anyone in the league, like any any contending team, uh, you know, you add a guy like that to play your four. Uh, he's he's you know he's amazing like 20 25 points per game uh almost nine uh nine rebounds per game uh over 40 percent from three and over 50 percent from the field like what what more do you want it's, he's an all-star yeah. uh, no doubt about it yeah uh well then i i feel like we have to have the same guy here for this last spot uh for uh the the forward spot then because i've right. got he's He's been holding it down for the Clippers, man. He's out right now. He's had some injuries, but it's got to be PG-13, yep. right? Paul yep. George, yeah. Yep. Has to be. I mean, they, again, same kind of deal as we've talked about with some of these guys. Uh, without Paul George, this Clippers team would be fucking booty <laughs> cheeks. They'd suck. <laughs> they would not be good. Uh, they would be oh. one of the worst teams in the NBA. Yep. Uh, they are, again, I've, I said it from the start. Uh, we're going to pat ourselves on the back here. I fucking said in the offseason the Clippers were not going to be this good. Uh, <laughs> you know, if they rattle off and find a way to win the championship this year, I'm still going to say they suck suck uh because they do they stink uh but paul george has been good uh all ends of the court facilitating he keeps every year evaluating or elevating rather uh that level of his game uh he's still been athletic he's actually had uh i think this has been one of his best physical years uh like he's kind of started to look a little bit like that indie uh, 24 paul george again uh with some of the dunks he's been able to throw down uh, and just the way he's been able to get to the rim in general get through the defense uh and then his shooting stroke has been uh has been nice as well so uh i i think paul george yeah is a good pick there to round out a a really nice western conference front court yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah whether yeah i guess you you've got lebron there on the bench but whether it's zion lebron whatever um i i think this is uh, this is much better than uh, last year when we had to go with uh, Wiggy. As much as I love putting Wiggy in there, 
It was just uh, a down year. He's coming it. back. It's not a one-time <laughs> thing, I swear. Oh, man. But, uh, you know, Paul George didn't qualify last year. He didn't play enough, I think, by this point in the season, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But this year, even by by my standards of 28 games, he just he just edges it out. He, he played 30 games as of today. And, uh, yeah, everything you said, he's been great. 24 points per game, uh, you know, on, on efficient shooting. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the Clippers have got, you know, a lot of good kind of role players or whatever. But, you know, with the amount of time Kawhi has missed, uh, without with, without PG, they they just be uh, you know uh, uh, a very very mediocre if not bad team. So hundred yeah. percent, I, I think he deserves it. Yep. Well, then uh, I think that, that that should leave us with a pretty obvious. Uh, I would think next uh, for the backcourt members, uh, we we brought up both their names already today: Steph yeah. Curry and Shai Gilgis Alexander. Yep, 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 yep. I think that's the uh, the the only way to go. I mean, you could make the argument, I guess, even though uh, again, I say I do not think it's an argument that Jaw uh, is that second starter next to Luca. I don't think mm-hmm. you know. I I I will not agree. Uh, you know, if 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 you determine uh, you know either of these guys should be over him because of how good well, Memphis Curry's, has been. Yeah. Well, and Curry's but, missed time. SGA's yeah, on a team that's still pretty shit. Like, there's yes. no way you can. I, 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 I think there's a lot of other factors against these guys that yeah. less than helps Luca. You know what I mean? It's not just Luca being good; it's them also having their faults. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And and I like I, I like SGA as good as his stats are. His stats are amazing, and you can say that they're better than Jaws, hundred percent. But. Uh, you know, he, his team is still, uh, you know, not in the playoffs. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you, you still have to take that into account, even though it's not SGA's fault. Uh, he's he's still in 11th place right now, under 500. So I'm not going to just, you know, and cover my eyes and ignore that. Lately. No, they've been great. And I mean, uh, they, 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 again... Best covering I, the spread team in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. And I mean... No, it, 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 when we're talking about guy, you know, guys who provide value to a team, like where would this team be, quote unquote, without this guy? SGA is right there with everybody else. I mean, the Thunder would probably be the worst team in the league yeah. if he wasn't and on that Canadian. team. And he's Canadian. But again, I, I you know, I, I, I definitely think he deserves to be on the bench, uh, you know, behind mm-hmm. a guy like Doncic and Jaw. But <laughs> with, with all that said, what a fucking season he's having. Uh, like, uh, yeah. he, he's no-brainer. He should be on everyone's all-star teams just overall. Uh, you know, over mm-hmm. 30 points per game. Uh, you know, an amazing facilitator, a guy in the clutch is maybe one of the best guards you, you could you could ever ask for. He's, you know, got these weird shifty moves and, you know, he's not even moving that fast. And somehow he's at the Good rim getting too. getting an and one. He can finish with either hand. He's got maybe some of the best body control uh, of anyone his size in the league uh, and, mm-hmm. and can, you know, uh, you know, shoot it from outside. He's not having the greatest year uh, shooting the three, but, you know, uh, uh, classically, you know, will make them when he, when it counts, you know, clock running down, he can still hit a three in your face. Um, and, and, you know, he competes on defense as well. Like he's one of the best young players in the league, you know, flat out. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's just been amazing. And you go over to Steph, he's missed time, but when, when we first did, you know, our quarter way, quarter of the way through the season, who's your MVP? I had Steph, I forget if I had him first, but he was definitely top two, uh, because he was yeah, having he was that good out. of a year. Yeah. He was having, you know, statistically the best year he's ever had, um, and you know, missing time really did hurt him. He he would really would have mm-hmm. been in there, uh, you know, uh, in that conversation for for the starting spot. But uh, didn't you know, help did, the Warriors just, suck as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean that that's really working against him even now. But you know, if you uh, you know, d- despite all that, you know, you you can say whatever you want. Uh, Steph's an all star, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, well, that just brings us to our uh, our final two wild card spots here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this is where. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get a little bit. I could, I could understand being shamed for this one. But oh I'm God, not changing. I'm not changing my opinion. Okay, uh, you go. I, then. I, I, I'm, same, I'm excited. Same thing. I did two. I went two guards. 
Uh, I actually I went, two, went guards. two guards too. I actually I went two okay. guards too. So no Anthony Davis. Uh, no, he didn't make my cut. Only played twenty five oh, games. But that's the thing. So he he out of the guys who I kind of had on this bubble, he played by far the fewest amount of games. Yep. Had he played a few more, I would have yes. considered him. That's the only Me reason too. that I kept him out. Like skill wise, like I would have actually maybe even considered starting him over Zion. Like if they had played the yeah. same amount of games, oh, it would have been was... very close, very yep. close. Yep. Uh, and uh, so I, I left him out. The first guy I'm going to get the weirdest one out, but I think it's kind of I have the exact same lo- like lines as Drew Holiday. If you want to give any of the credit to the New Orleans Pelican success this year. Give it to CJ McCollum, man. I'm not this mad guy, at it. I'm not mad at it. This guy deserves the All-Star game. This guy deserves it cuz this team without Zion, without Brandon Ingram, they're yep. still playing. They're competing with the best teams in the NBA. They are yep. a good fucking team and CJ yep. McCollum's the guy. And that's another guy. Just like Drew Holiday said, total 180. I yep. used to that even last year I was saying CJ McCollum sucks. I don't <laughs> yeah, like you, him. You I have to I have to take it back. He is unlocked on this Pelicans team. He is yeah. fuck. He he's he's a great player. Great yeah. player does it all for this team. Uh, you know, facilitating amazingly, uh, finding open guys in stride, and he's still shooting it like uh, the CJ McCollum from the Portland days. So yeah. uh, I, I had to have CJ in mind. Yeah, I'm I'm not mad at it at all. He was literally my first guy out. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I, he didn't make either of my spots. But I don't I, I don't think he'll make it in real yeah. life, which sucks. But yeah. I think he should. Yeah, yeah, and I I I. Again, heavily, heavily considered putting him in there. Uh, yeah, literally my first guy off uh, my my thirteenth spot there in the West. Um, you know, Bar- you know, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. And and yeah, I mean, I'm looking at because because you know, usually I go through this exercise and then I go back towards the top of the conference. You know, to, when I'm looking for like you know, okay, who who am I going to put here? I, I I like to go back up to one of the best teams because. Those are the teams that deserve to have multiple all stars, and so you look at Denver. There's no one there really, legitimately. No one really can yeah, yeah. You know, crack it. Same thing Mom with Memphis. There. Yeah, same thing with Memphis. But you go to New Orleans, and yeah, you look at CJ's numbers. Like he, he is a deserving all star this year, 100. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and so yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at the pick at all. Um, I I I, I did go with two other guys over him though. Uh, they are both guards as well. Um, and so so my first one that I went with was De'Aaron Fox. Uh, because yep, that's my other guy. It's your other guy. Yeah, I I, th- I think he's deserving. I mean, he he's he's scoring more points for the Kings than Sabonis is. So you know, yep. you, you could say he's kind of their, you know, uh, slightly more of a go-to scorer. They kind of split the responsibility be- between those two guys. But in mm-hmm. the clutch this year, De'Aaron Fox has turned into a different player. He he's just been uh, you know when you've got a close game, he's been hitting shots. He's been you know fighting his way to the rim. Uh, he's he I, I think he's playing more physical and with just with more confidence this year. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think he he's you know it, it, when they made made the trade to to get Tyrese Halliburton out of there, I think that he's kind of you know playing with the backing of the team that he's you know their their lead guard of the future. Um, and and he's just having an incredible year. Twenty four point points per game, six assists. Um, you know, a, a fairly efficient shooting. Uh, you know, he's still again not not the greatest shooter from three, um, but over fifty percent from the field, which is uh, really good for a point guard. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think uh, you know, as crazy at this as this sounds, the Kings deserve two All Stars. <laughs> yeah, insane. I don't think that's in my lifetime. They nope. had a, or, no, that's not that's not true. I guess well, yeah, two, way 2000s. way back in the, the the toddler days and stuff. Yeah, Mike but, Bibby uh, and yeah, yeah, Chris, Chris Weber. Weber uh Peja Floddy yeah, they, they, they deserve uh, full yeah, yeah fucking yeah the Atlanta Hawks with Doug Christie, uh, Al, Doug Hor- Christie. Al Horford uh, Kyle Corver yeah. uh Jeff Teague of course an all-star and Damari Carroll guy Damari Demar- Carroll no he wasn't he was the fifth he was the guy I left off who oh. was it 
Oh, Paul Millsap. Millsap, Millsap, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Demari Carroll. And then, we, and then the Raptors gave him $140 million. It was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it was really, really great. Really to have great. five ACL injuries. No, and uh, to have okay. LeBron act like he wasn't oh. even there. I mean, <laughs> that was awesome, man. Great I LeBron stopper. I, I miss that. I, the, the Raptors suck now. It's just oh. like fun. Oh. Uh, okay, enough of the Raptors. Jordan, last pick in the all, yeah. your All-Star. So you have De'Aaron Fox, no C.J. McCollum. Who's taking that last one? I think I know who it is, but uh, I'm interested to hear. So... Have we've got all your guys out of the way now? There, yeah, because you Fox yeah, is your CJ second. Yeah, CJ and Fox. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I, I again, this was not an easy decision. Uh, there was a couple other guys I considered, uh, but I went with Devin Booker uh, in this yeah. spot. Uh, you know, as 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 bad as the Suns have been, they went on their tailspin literally because he went out. You know, it's not yeah. his fault that they've been bad. And when he was playing, man, I mean, uh, uh, another guy having you know the best season of his career, a guy who looks like finally he's he's the big dog uh that that he's mm-hmm. always kind of you know been been uh you know playing up to like that that he's yep. been building up to over these these years as he's gotten better you know had that deep playoff run finally you know learned how to and and really did become a good defender uh when, when he started out the in the in the league really not as one at all um and, yep. and a guy who's really developed into a good passer and a lot of other things he was missing uh, when he first came into the league from Kentucky, basically just as a shooter, um, into you know one of the most feared offensive players in the game. So as you know, as, as bad as Phoenix has been, they don't really deserve an All Star, honestly. At this point, um, I, I, I went with Devin Booker, uh, just just yeah, because of that early season kind of dominance that he showed. Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, it's a good pick, man. Like this, the, I I left him off based on the injuries, the games played. Uh, I think yeah. there's only about 28 or 29 games played. And when I looked at CJ and when I looked at De'Aaron Fox, for me, it was just they were there more. They were contributing to their team more. And it, it's still like I, I almost want to make the switch and put Booker in over Fox. Like CJ is a lock for me. It was Fox who I had yeah. to kind of play around with. But Booker, because again, yeah, he was, uh, again, like uh, when they were in the top end of the West early on in the season, Booker was, again, kind of that sleeper, like, can this guy become the MVP? Could he, like, kind of uh, turn that level? Because, again, he's had amazing scoring performances. Uh, He's still getting better as a a defender. He's, uh, every year, I think his his passing skills have gone up. Yeah. Like, I think he's one of the best players in the NBA, bar none, like especially yep. at a deep guard position. And it's like, I don't, I, I'm not saying that I think De'Aaron Fox is better than Devin Booker. I just yeah. think that he's now had the, he's, he's played enough and he's cut his teeth enough this season and grinded to get there. And it's unfortunate that Booker misses it by injury, but I mean, that happens all the time. It's the same thing with Anthony Davis. That's why he's left off for me. The only other guy I really even considered as an all-star this year was, uh, was Ant-Man, uh, Anthony Edwards for the, yep. the Timberwolves. But even then, Tim rules fucking suck and I don't like them. So I yeah. wasn't going to put them on, but uh, I mean, there's, there's other factors there, but, but you know what I mean? Like Booker was the only guy who was like right there that I, I, I felt bad taking him off. That was a late change as well. I did have him in there originally, but yeah. uh, you know, I, 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 I think that it, in my, in my soul, I know it's the right move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm again, not mad if, if, if you've kept him off. Uh, and I, I, I also understand why, I mean, it, you know, even with the games played, you know, uh, I, I said it at 28. He only played 29 games. So, you know, I I, yep. I considered initially setting it at 30 games. So in, in some of these guys, guys wouldn't have even made it, you know, based on my criteria. Uh, and, and again, he, he's right on the bubble anyway. So I get I get why, uh, you know, he, he doesn't make people's teams. But uh, I just think, uh, yeah, for, you know, for all the reasons we said, he, he, he just one of the best players in the league, one of the best shot makers. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and I really need to kind of cast my mind back to when he was in the Suns lineup, they were one of the better teams in the West. 
And it's only yeah. since he's went out that that they've been, you know, on this on this tailspin. So so yeah, I get why he's not in there, but uh, for me, he's an all star in my eyes for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, everybody get at us at Big Dog Ball Talk on Twitter and let us know uh, what yeah. your all-star picks are, who you guys think uh, got snubbed, who do you guys uh, think should be starting in the, the Eastern front court. Uh, we want to hear all of your uh, your guys' takes. Give us your uh, opinions, and we'll uh, we'll get back to you at Big Dog Ball Talk on Twitter. Uh, yeah. But that's all the time we have for our all-star selection special. Friday, we'll hear about who is going to be the actual official NBA all-star starter. Oh, are they picking that. it? Are they picking yeah, they're gonna, they're announcing it. No, they're not picking. They're they're just announcing the, the oh. starters. Oh, that's oh right, that's right. Okay. Just the starters. It'll be right. on TNT for halftime. They'll have the cameras. Everyone will cry in their their apartment. Oh my god, this is great. I hope I uh, hope we get a funny moment like we got with the draft last year when uh, it was the Harden and you know Durant had to pick someone. Uh, you remember mm, the All Star yeah, draft yeah. and then oh, yeah. they, he picked they Gobert instead of James Harden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, amazing. The dribbler, you Something. want the dribbler? <laughs> Something like that, please. I mean, maybe maybe there'll be another, uh, you know, before the All-Star, you know, disgruntled star trade again. I don't know where that'll mm-hmm. come from, but mm-hmm. uh, here's hoping, though, for sure. Well, uh, we're, we're going to have our ear to the ground of the NBA world. We'll be back at you guys with another podcast this Friday, uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, yep. But this has been Matt Acorn with Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk, and as my good friend Jordan always says. Well, Matt, time to go drink my sorrows away for another Raptors loss, for God's sake. Yeah, lose to the Bucks. Loss. 39, points, 39 points uh, for Fred Van Vliet uh, in uh, approaching a triple-double. They still lose. Uh, so, you know, it's shaping up to be one of the uh, the more frustrating seasons as a Raptors fan. But a hell this of a is lot his of last leaks. game as the Raptor, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> well, a hell of a lot of leaks also about the Raptors today. You know, uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the trade package for OG. You uh, are always saying this, man. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I say this all the time. <laughs> Uh, you know, Miles Turner, I actually do say that all the time. Uh, you know, the Raptors are linked. Yeah. But, but seriously, uh, if you're a Raptors fan, uh, you know, that, that's the best thing you can do. Pour yourself a, a whiskey on the rocks just like me and just, uh, you know, sit and, and, and stare at a wall. That's all you can do. Drink, it, drink the pain away, baby. Yeah.